0: Welcome to the Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops podcast. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. I'm Whitney Wiley. And I'm Greer McVeigh. Hi. What's
1: up? How are to you? To our family's
0: newest <laughs> homeowner. Oh, how's hey. it
1: going? Woo You know what? Yes, I bought a house. It's done. I've moved in. It's been an experience. We'll talk about it. But I got to say, we had this huge storm. Like literally as i was moving in right <laughs> it's never a good idea to move in a in a in a thunderstorm wait what do
0: they call it no it a, was a more river, than a, it was a, a bomb sky river cyclone. A, bomb a bomb cyclone a bomb cyclone a bomb and an cyclone. atmospheric
1: river uh, yeah. yeah a bomb cyclone and an atmospheric river after my mover canceled on me Saying that he he was stuck in Texas, whatever that means, that's a whole other thing. But <laughs> so you know, I had to move where I had not had any intentions of lifting a box, and you know, while I did was able to get some assistance um, from yours truly and uh, your husband and and all that. Um, it was crazy, but I managed to get in there. But what I was gonna say is after moving in, the results of this bomb cyclone, atmospheric river, blizzard, thunderstorm, there was like all this debris, right? There are tre- Well, I'm in a new community, so we don't have any mature trees. So there were no trees down, but there were branches and bark and all kinds of stuff up and down the street. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, my God, I got to call and have somebody come clean this up you know, who do I call? <laughs> I was like, what's my landlord's number? I got to call and put in a work order. <laughs> and it was like, oh, I'd be calling. That'd be me. <laughs>
0: that, that is you. So
1: I just, I was, yeah, it was like, if only I had waited another week,
0: <laughs> you I could have well, called
1: somebody to come clean up my mess. I will say this.
0: Um, My husband loves working on the house, around the house. He's pretty handy. My house. house. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) He probably he probably would love working at your house because he could get paid at your house. He doesn't get paid here. Um, But he loves. He's he's (laughs) like he's pretty handy. But okay. (laughs) He's pretty handy. I do need Um, a handyman. Okay, go ahead he's pretty handy and he likes doing that kind of stuff. So, um, after dealing with your house and we had our own, the bomb cyclone extended here as well, the pool literally was like a millimeter from overfilling. We got so much rain in such a short period of time and he had to, um, work over time to figure out how to get water out of the pool. And it was, uh, it, so it was an experience. And yes, yeah, cause you know, I guess if you just like,
1: if you scoop it up and like take it, you know, and pour it over there, you might as well just let it overflow, right? <laughs> it's like <laughs> the idea is if you gotta suck it back down or drain, open the drain or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's nobody
1: I, to call. Well, there are people to call. You just, it's like, am I really going to pay somebody to come and, you know, sweep up? Oh my God. And then the frogs. Okay. We <laughs> just tell these. Okay. If there are two things in this world that I just am not a fan of, they are ants and frogs. I don't know what it is about ants. I could deal with spiders, snakes, uh, rabbits I don't know whatever I could deal I could deal with all kinds of crickets I could deal with stuff something about frogs just freaked me out so because we were moving in the rain we had you know we took a few boxes broke them down and made a path right and put blankets and stuff down on the carpet inside the house so that we're not tracking mud and dirt in the house Well, the the boxes that were outside the front door, which obviously, Whitney, you know this story because you were there. but the boxes that were outside the front door laid as a path. The next day I was like, well, you know, I probably should pick these up because they're kind of, you know, looks kind of (laughs) janky. You know, my neighbors are like, what is this that you've got up there? Anyway, I go to lift up the boxes and there was like, what, a million frogs under it?
0: At least a million or five.
1: <laughs> I think there were about seven.
0: There, are like, like there were like five
1: or seven it, little
0: miniature baby little, frogs.
1: Oh stuff, my of. God. So they're hopping around, freaking me out. So I just screamed out loud. And the people are like, oh my God, what's going on over there? So there are all these frogs. And then, so they were, like, trying to get away, and they were trying to hide in, like, plain sight, like, ooh, I won't move. If I don't move, maybe she won't see me. Anyway, I noticed a little teeny tiny slit in the, in the corner.
0: In the foundation. And one of the
1: frogs, like, yeah, it was like, compressed itself and slid down in that hole. So I've got frogs living under my house. I am, like.
0: And I'm you have no under your house. <laughs> right, exactly. we don't live There's in no a basement. Place, we don't live in a place where there are basements. So, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Lord knows. I mean, so they're gonna, you know, obviously they're burrowed down. There's probably a whole tunnel system of whatever
0: under oh, there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm right. like,
1: so I had already gotten the exterminator. Had already come out and sprayed around the house, and I don't want the frogs to die. I mean, that wasn't the goal. But they can't be there. They need to be somewhere because they'll grow up or they'll eat more. I don't know what frogs do, but they can't be there. So <laughs> I got to call the exterminator back and you know, yeah. hopefully there's a humane way to cope well, them. out. I guess we could yeah. just turn some water on and flood them out it, again. It, I it assume is, that's what it, had them
0: out of there. It is what it is. It is zone. what it is. I'm sorry. It is well, what it is. It was their home. So, it is no longer. It was. And yes, therefore. My home is, is
1: in a new home community. So we built on open fields. And they've been there since probably, you know, earth formed. And now, you know, here comes Greer with her, you know, wanting to live in like
0: a house. And, you know, just so, oh, well, I feel it's, bad for them, it, but they got to go. It's sad, but there are, you live in an area. And if there of, were some
1: snakes, the snakes would come and eat the frogs. I'm just
0: saying. You live in a place where there are plenty of, it's plenty of farmland. So there are places for yeah. them to go. So um, oh they are. Yeah, this farmland,
1: I wake up with roosters in the distance. It's like, what's this going on? <laughs> This that's what happens when it's you that's what happens when you move to Farmville
0: you move to Farmville it's
1: a whole situation so anyway so, I'm, I'm
0: excited though and looking I'm forward happy to this for you. new adventure so what I was hoping we would talk about um is maybe <laughs> finding no because it's it's very exciting and I'm I'm happy for you. I know our audience is happy for you. Um, but to talk about maybe some lessons that you've learned over the course of the last Don't build six on months. farmland. <laughs> and not so much about the house buying process, right? We could do an episode at some point about that or, or not. Um, and not so much about the house buying process, but the the, the are typical, right? This is life, lemons and lemon drops, the ups and downs of life, mm-hmm. the process. And so what are some things that you learn that, that can be applicable outside of this home buying experience that you have that you'll take with you and use in other situations in your life and that our audience can use um, in their life?
1: Well, there are a few things, first of all, that I learned
0: about myself. Um, and, and let me say this before you continue. There are okay. no lessons more important than the lessons that you learn about yourself. I'll just start <laughs> there. So um, the lessons that we learn about ourselves, the things that make us more self-aware and help us to grow are like the most important. So go ahead.
1: Well, I am I am going to talk a little bit about the home buying process, but but not about the the, the mechanics of it per se. But I woke up one day, um, I don't know, six months ago, maybe ten months ago, the beginning of the year, and I was like, maybe I want to buy a house. <laughs> And it was just really that, it was like, I wonder what it was, what I'd need to do to buy a house. And, you know, and I talked to you about it. You're a realtor. I talked to you and you are like, well, you know what? I know a lender. Let me connect you to her. So I talked to her and she was like, oh yeah, you qualify. And I was like, really? <laughs> I wasn't necessarily sure. Um, you know, and then she gave me a. And interesting, interestingly, now that I look back on it, she was like, "Yeah, you qualify. Here's a list of things to do so I can get you a prequal letter." So, in other words, I didn't qualify. <laughs> I think that was just a marketing strategy. It was like, <laughs> "Yeah, when you do these things, you will qualify." Now, now that it's all behind me, I look back and it was like, "Oh, you know, maybe." Anyway, so she gave me a list of things that I should do and I did them and I think she you know there were just a couple of things and I've mentioned this before but I had a couple of things on my credit report that were um should not have been there there were errors but I wasn't I hadn't been on top of it so it's like oh let me go clean that up and have this removed and whatever so anyway so I go through that process end up you know finding deciding on what kind of house I decided I was going to buy new construction entered in a contract, and then it has taken six months to build. Um, and they didn't even start building. They did The foundation had been poured when I signed the contract, but it took what, another two months, three, three months? Three months. Before they even started to put up the, um, the frame. So it was just this uh, slab of concrete for the, for the longest time, I think until like June or something. Then, once they started everything that could you know go wrong because of just what's going on in the world, supply chain issues and and um labor issues just all this stuff is going on right um, We go through the process eventually the house gets built toward the end. there were some not hiccups, but there was just a little bit of touch and go with some of the logistics stuff in terms of of you know getting the appraisals and finalizing the financing and all that um but what i learned about me had a lot to do with my own persistence and resilience right those are the, the 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 two words that i would use and it's really interesting because people have congratulated me, you know, my friends and family and people are like, oh, my God, that's so amazing. You bought a house and you did it on your own and all this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, people buy houses all the time. I'm not the first. I'm not going to be the last. And it's not even my first house, right? Um, and I just sort of poo-pooed it. But the more I think about it, it was like, you know, a career, it, one, it is an accomplishment and we celebrate our accomplishments around yes. here. At yes, we drive. do. So, so I had to take some time and to say, you know what, this is a, a big deal, and I should pat myself on the back. Um, but in addition to that, it it really did take, um, you know, it took me it it took some perseverance for me to hang in there. There was a, at a at a point the builder contacted me, and they're like, you know what? You know this has taken a long time and there are delays and if you'd like to get out of the contract you you can we'll let you out you won't lose your earnest money deposit and all that and then i'm like mm-hmm. which
0: was the I've- one and only opportunity <laughs> for you to get out of the contract right because absolutely everything else under the sun would have meant giving up your earnest money deposit right the way the new bill yeah. contracts are written they're like, literally, well, it's no way for you to decide yeah, they you can get want out. to get out. <laughs>
1: they can be like, and if we don't build a house, then, you know, we'll give you your money back.
0: But Without yeah, interest. it's like, well, whoa, what about what,
1: <laughs> yeah, what, what's in it? Where do I get? But what occurred to me, obviously, is the prices are going up. So if I get out of the contract, they're just going to resell a house that's, on, that's already half built right, at a higher price. So that's equity that I have already on, you know, a weekend. So, um, but that ability to to stay focused, to not get discouraged, not get distracted, uh, just provide the information that was required of me each step along the way, and still do the things I needed to do for my daily life, where I still go to work, still, you know deliver these things that I do lemon drops and capital G and all the other stuff that I do in my life although I'm behind a capital G that's another story um but you know my son came home for a week in that I've still been there for he my came friends home for and all summer. That. so I... oh yeah <laughs> well he did come in. he did come god it's been that long
0: Yes, he came
1: home for summer. And then after
0: he went, left, back, to went back to
1: school. Then he came back for mid-semester yes. break. Right, the week before, the week that I was closing. So the week that, that 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 well, the week before I closed, he was home. So he was here for the and the final inspections and walkthroughs and all that stuff. Somehow he managed to not be here. When it was time to move in the middle of a bomb cyclone, there was <laughs> atmospheric river pouring down on my head, so you know seems like his mama didn't he didn't i didn't raise no fool his mama didn't raise no fool now his mama's mama did <laughs> apparently <laughs> so yeah, but um but you know the ability to keep my wits about me, stay focused, just deliver the stuff, not let all the, every time there was something that needed to be done. And there was a lot, you know, again, in new construction, and now there are all these rules, you have to have solar, and you have to have, uh, you know, the house is a smart house, and they're just things you need to do each step of the way, especially in new construction, and stay patient, and stay focused, and keep an eye on the prize. But Continue to do some of the other things that I needed to do, like save money. <laughs> there were a couple of times that I'm like, am I going to have the down payment? <laughs> and my, uh, the, uh, the, the closing costs when the time comes, because I kept having car trouble, right? It's, it's like somebody, you know, somebody I had a car accident, and then somebody broke into the rental car while my car was in the shop, and it, there were just all these things, and it was like compounded, but one thing after another, after another. Because life goes on and lemons continue to to apparently be delivered. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll plant a lemon tree so I can always make a a lemon
0: drop. You should do that. I have a lemon tree that you gave me for Mother's Day. So maybe turnabout will be fair play for your backyard. You'll get a a lemon tree. Yay. So these are things that you, are you thinking that you weren't persistent and resilient, or this just really helped you to tap into or to um, deepen that in the way you hadn't either before or in some time?
1: I always knew that I, well, I never really thought of myself as persistent, because typically if I run into a glitch. It's like, oh, forget it. I ain't doing it. (laughs) Right. But I have always thought of myself as resilient. However, because I have, um, because of COVID, I am, because of COVID, I've been um, overly stressed, right? I mean, there's so much more. And I think that's that's the resilience. It's it's that I've been able to do the other stuff. Not so much that I was able to stick, you know, with the house, but that all the other stuff I still managed to do and stay on top of it and keep the ball rolling and manage all of my affairs with this added thing, added expense, added pressure, added expectations. Um, Is that so? That, those were the, I mean, that was the, those two things are the primary things that I learned about myself. Um, I learned some things about other people around me. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, not the least of which are the, the professionals that I worked with and, you know, we've talked, we had a whole episode, at least one on me and customer service. Yes. And there were some times that I felt that I was getting less than good service. And I found myself in a situation where, you know, I couldn't just, you know, call the manager. (laughs) You know, I'll tell you what. Here's what you're going to do. That wasn't an option, right? Whether it was if my realtor didn't perform or if and my realtor did perform. But if my realtor didn't perform, if the lender didn't perform, if the home builder didn't perform, and there were a number of occasions where things came up short. And I had to, again, exercise some patience and accept the things that, the things that I could not control, right? Try to, um, try to be friendly, try to, you know, make friends What is it's easier to catch flies with honey than it is with vinegar. So I tried to, to be as sweet as I possibly could throughout the process, which meant, you know, having limited engagement sometimes with people. It's easier to just, rather than sit and complain, them or you know to call the manager you know metaphorically sometimes it's just to say okay this is the situation and I'm not happy about it but that's that and why don't we just move on and I found myself on a number of occasions saying let's just move on
0: and no, quite often I, just moving on is the best way to go and, and I, I feel you on that I feel you on that. And, and as your realtor, having to, you know, help you navigate some of those situations, um, you know, and not calling anyone out, but navigating those situations, trying to deal with them on your behalf when there seemed to be an unwillingness on some people's parts to deal with me instead of you. Right. So if a, I had a dollar for
1: every time <laughs> I say my realtor. Or send an email that said, call my realtor and I got the call or the email or the text or the whatever. If I had a dollar for each one of those You could times, buy your house cash. <laughs> I could have bought my house cash. It's like, Come on, you guys. You know, why are you calling me? There's a person getting paid for <laughs> to deal with this and I'm not, which is probably part of Right. The the stress that I felt was that I think that I was engaged a little more than I should have been. Right,
0: right. And I'm and I'm thinking some of that is the difference between say a resale um house where the the the, the interactions are generally realtor to realtor, right? And the the buyer and sellers are not generally engaged in that process. But in a new build, there's no need. There, well, there's
1: usually not a buyer's
0: agent, right? You, right. The buyer would go straight to the, exactly. the seller and, Be, yeah. Because you're not really negotiating anything, right? They The builder gives you a contract and so this is the contract. Um, this is what it says this is the one and only way you're getting out of this. Otherwise, we expect you to perform, get your your ducks in a row and show up for closing. I mean, that sort of was the thing. So so you learn some things about yourself. You learn some things about other people in the process, um, reiterating your your high standards for customer service. as it relates to the things that you sort of learned about yourself, and, and I'm interested in this, particularly the persistence part, what, you know, you, you were patient mostly, persistent, um, definitely resilient in the process. Some of it was sort of, you didn't have any choice right? If you were going to, <laughs> your options at some point were either I'm closing on this house or I'm not, right? And so you make a decision that you're going to, um, you, you make a determination, then you just do the things that you have to do. But were you consciously thinking that along the way? I, I'm, I'm looking for um, some things when when our audience is challenged, you know, how do you tap into those reserves for patients? What were some of the things that you were actually saying to yourself or saying to other people and other people were saying to you that helped you to, to maintain your focus, maintain your optimism um, as you move through the process?
1: I think the thing that I said to myself most often was to breathe.
0: Mm, I found myself
1: getting really worked up at times. And, you know, I'm not one to freak out or have panic attacks and all of that. But I found myself at times being so um, emotionally um, worked up that I just, it was like Greer, step away breathe and step away, right? And um and, and sort of to your point, I I signed a contract that said I'm gonna buy this house when it, it's done. And the original date for it to be done was in August. <laughs> it did not get complete until September, or until October. Frankly, had it been completed in August, i don't quite know, know what else would have done so I, I, so I needed the extra time, and frankly well I, I, apparently I needed the well I needed the amount of time that I had plus one more week to be past the bond cyclone um but but other than that, it was like, okay, so you know so a lot of my stress. Had to do with the timing of the of the house and the closing, because you know I'm looking at things like you know trying to balance paying for the house, paying for college for my son, paying for other kinds of things, you know you know my my work, at, you know they're just and I'm staying with a friend while the house is under construction. So there were just a, a number of things that I was juggling. Um, I think if people are find themselves in a situation, you know, well, let me back up. So because there was a finite amount of time, it, really the best thing I could do was just keep myself calm. Right. I knew on X, Y, Z day, I need to show up with X amount of money. Now, as you know, one of the things that stressed me is I never knew what amount of money that was. Right.
0: That was a, a until, moving target.
1: <laughs> until literally, uh, literally the day, be- the, the, the day, before. The day uh, not even the day before, the day that I needed to go get a cashier's
0: check. Right. Which was the day before you the signed. day
1: that I, correct because yes. I had to show up but yeah that day and I a didn't check. know how yes. much I didn't know how much money I needed to pay and the numbers that I had cuz at one point I had two different lenders that I was trying to decide between the numbers that they were each giving me were thousands of dollars apart right yes and I think as much as $10,000 more than I ultimately paid so it's like okay, am I going to pay this amount? Which is like, oh, that's easy. Yeah, let's let's do that. I'd like that number, or ten thousand dollars more than that.
0: Which is Which and like, the oh, amount that's that you a little you, bit of a stretch. The amount that you paid is what I told you you would pay, pretty much from the get go. Even though the lenders couldn't seem to get it together for whatever reason, I was like, it's going to be like this number. I mean, it wasn't. On a, every dollar, but it's like it's going to be because I know I math. Think we
1: were still, I we were still math. thinking about two thousand, two 000 or three thousand dollars more. I feel like, but I could be wrong. We'll go yeah, back I, and we'll look. It was like but you it, were it probably was, closer than the other two.
0: <laughs> I was like, this is just math, right? This is not rocket science. It puts some numbers in a calculator or in your software. the The, the down payment was a percentage of yeah, the, the sales numbers price. Are already
1: in the contract. <laughs>
0: Like transfer
1: the numbers from the contract to a calculator and right just, you know control alt
0: delete or and, and no or whatever get, and then you'll get you'll get a number. exactly and why no one could so, get that number right was just a mystery
1: well well yeah so what i will say though but if people find themselves in a situation where you've got a moving target or where you're unsure if you can meet a particular deadline or you're unsure if you can meet a particular obligation. You know, one of the best things that you can do is to stop, you know, take a deep breath. And we've talked about this on other episodes, right? Um, But stop and take a deep breath and, and assess your situation. And, you know, you come up with a plan and then you just have to work that plan and have faith and have confidence in your ability to do it. Right. I think I started this thing sort of going out on faith. It's like, oh, I'll figure it out. And then at a certain point, it was like, well, maybe, what if I can't figure it? What if I can't figure this out? And, um, but it was like, well, I don't, I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. I'm going to have to figure it out. And I figured it out. Um, the other thing though, that has, that, kept me going was the idea of having a fresh start. It was the idea, it was keeping my eyes on the prize. It was what comes at the end of this. And at the end of this um, is, you know, and, and I don't see, you know, me buying my house and moving in as the end of this home buying process. I see it as the end of a, five-year, certainly the end of a two-year, um, uh, uh, deba- not debacle, <laughs> it's just like, you know, I-, I Let's just call again, it a transition. We talked about this before. <laughs> I, well, okay, a transition. But we had talked about before, right? When I had moved out of the last house that I lived in and I was gonna live live in this in-law unit and do these other things and then, That because of COVID didn't work, so then I moved somewhere else, and then that I decided I'm gonna buy a house, and then I moved in with a friend. So I've moved, I don't know, five times in the last two years or something crazy. So for me, what kept me going was the promise of of stability. Right? And and security, but less security, just the prompt the idea of some stability. And the end of this transitional period, just putting, let's just put that aside. And so most people have something that they are looking forward to, right? You have, Mm -hmm. that's part of what goals are, right? Dreams, wishes, visions, goals. Yes. You know, but you come up with a plan to get to your goal. So I had to keep going back and remembering the goal. Yes. And not just
0: the goal, yes. but why, why am I
1: doing this? Why thing? are you doing yes. this? Why, yes. am, why did I, why did I pick that goal? Why was it important to me to buy a house and, and keep going back to that? And, you know, the, the good thing is, you know, at the end of a day, you know, especially on days when I had a crazy day and I lay in bed and I, you know, before I doze off, and, you know, and I know you do this, but you, sometimes you meditate or you, um, you know, just allow yourself to be calm and to let the, the actions of the day fade, let them fade, let that go so that you're not taking that angst into the next day, that you're not sleeping with that angst and then taking that angst into the next day. And most of the time, I was pretty good. <laughs> most of the time, I was most of the time, I was able to let it go and wake up tomorrow. And I know tomorrow is going to bring new challenges. Maybe some of the old challenges are still there, but maybe there are new ones. But I need to wake up
0: fresh and ready to tackle a new day. I like that, and and it is a good reminder you know, again, the whole premise of our show is that these things happen, life happens, um, soured notes in the journey happen. And if you keep your eye on the prize, if you keep focused on what it is you're moving towards, particularly holding on to the why and the what you're getting out of it, right? It's, it's, Yes it's about having a house or a home but it's not really that because you lived in a house before so it's not necessarily the thing right we often think it's yes. the thing. what does that it's, represent it, it, it exactly and you said it represents you know uh, stability and it's it's that. and so what do you get from stability it allows you to have a sense of calm Right, it's, it, yeah. notwithstanding the frogs and the bomb cyclones <laughs> and things like that, but a sense of yeah. calm, a sense of being, yeah, there was no a sense calmness of, with the frogs. you know, and, and so it's the emotional undercarriage of that that is what we are seeking and not so much the things, um, but what we get from, movement into the things. And I love that where you started was about the person that you either became or the person you were able to tap into in order to get to the ultimate outcome. And, and, and that is another part of the journey. It, it's, it's who we become. And I think if, we spent more time thinking about who do I need to be in order to get the thing that I want or to have the thing that I want. And we focus on who we get to become or who we need to become um, sometimes. And you focus on that. You know, you can do anything, right? You're a persistent, resilient person who can um, stay focused and can take one step at a time. And it doesn't let every challenge get in the way and stop you. Even though you said you haven't always been persistent. You know that you can be persistent, properly motivated. And so that's who who you become in the process. (laughs) Proper motivation. It's always always
1: about proper motivation. Let me add this. Um, Another thing that this was And I think many of us either don't do it or we don't think about some of the things we do in these terms. I made a conscious decision when I decided I was gonna, as I put it, go out on faith and I'm gonna make this happen. It was an investment in myself. And we invest in a lot of things, right? Time, energy, money, effort, you know, uh, ideas, whatever. And But a lot of time, we just do stuff and we're not necessarily thinking about long term or what is this really costing or whatever. But this was, it was something I said, you know what, Greer, I said, you know what, Greer, (laughs) Greer, (laughs) Um, I'm going to invest in you I'm gonna I wanted to provide for my for my son, obviously too, but for myself. In my, and like you said, not a house, right? A house is fine, but a but a home, a home base, a a a place of security from which I can do other things. And I wanted to do it for me. And stop investing in other people. And I think the last house that I rented, I, 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 that was when the, I have, I owned a home before and I've owned two homes before. And I just was like, I've been there, done that. I didn't really want to be tethered to, to a house, to a location. I didn't want to have to deal with the upkeep and the maintenance, the frogs, the, you know, the. (laughs) <laughs> the sweeping of the bark you know whatever i just don't want to deal with it and um but then when i rented that last house and i looked at how much money i paid for someone else's mortgage i only did it for two years um in that particular house but when i looked at how much of his mortgage i paid and i ain't mad at him <laughs> you know but it was like ooh. Why would I not invest that in myself, in my own home, in my own uh, uh financial security and, and portfolio oh, yeah. and all that? Um, and and that was a that was a big motivator for me, and it was like, and if I'm not going to invest in me, why would somebody else invest in me? If I'm not going to take a risk or take a chance or Uh, you know, dig deep or, you know, whatever, however you want to call that. If I won't do it for myself, why would I expect that someone else will do that for me? So as a result, I, I, you know, I said, you know what, this is stupid. I'm not going to pay, you know, thousands, plural, multiple thousands of dollars a month to pay off somebody else's mortgage and then have nothing to show for it, you know, down the line. And I I will do that for myself. And for my son, who, you know, presumably will, he may or may not get this out. I don't know where, where I'll be. But that doesn't matter. Right. And I may keep it. And if i when I move on, and it'll be a rental property, or I'll let him live in it or whatever. Um, but that's an important thing. And I think you know, and a lot of us people want to have a, their own business or entrepreneurial, or they have some sort of a talent or whatever. And you, you know, buy the equipment, buy the top equipment, buy the thing, do the thing that helps you, uh, that helps form the basis of the next thing that you're going to do, or what
0: it is, invest in yourself. That's, 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 I don't I, know that, how, how it's No, that. I love that. I love that. I, actually had um, a a consultation call with a prospective client just today and uh, she's a lawyer and she had been working in-house her entire career and started doing some work for someone else, a small firm. That didn't work out. She has found herself with more as she put it more than enough work actually on the verge of more work than she can handle but had yet to create a law firm or a business out mm. of it and mm-hmm. we had that same conversation which was basically be willing to invest in yourself right you're all, and it's like you're already doing it and she By the time we finished the call, I challenged her to come up with a name for her business. She already had a CPA was saying she needed to create the LLC and do some other things. And the one thing, the the one little step, and you talked about this, right? Being willing to take one step at a time. The one little step that she needed to take was coming up with a name for the business. That was what was keeping her because she didn't want to get it wrong. I was like, you could change your name, right? Yeah. Invest, <laughs> invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Invest you do in this, yourself. And we came up with, a, and I made a suggestion. She get, answered some questions, gave her a suggestion. She's like, I like it. That's it. And so, um, you know, sometimes it is just, is just a matter of making a decision. And yeah. again, and the sometimes decision, we get
1: overwhelmed and can't make
0: a decision. It, it, and you, you, you're right. And, so you, so, breathe, and so you
1: breathe, and you don't want to make a
0: bad decision. You stop and breathe. Yeah. And so here's the thing: very few of your decisions are fatal. Probably ninety-nine point nine 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 could go on forever with 9 Percent of your decisions are non-fatal. And so we are afraid of making a decision, um, but they're they're mostly reversible. They're fixable. You might lose a little money, you might lose a little time, but you're not gonna lose your life and all that other stuff is recoverable. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, make the investment in yourself, be willing to do that, whether it's a house or a business, Uh, your education, whatever it is, be willing to make that that investment that moves you to where you wanna go. So I wanna say- Always move forward. Always always moving moving forward. forward. Always moving forward. Um, And moving forward doesn't always mean literally moving forward. Sometimes your forward movement includes a step back or step to the Mm -hmm. side and reassessment, mm-hmm. and then you can move on. Um, but it's always taking another. It's always about another step. And don't let the enormity of anything get in the way. Just figure out one thing that you can do, one thing, and you did that right. You started from a place where I'm not going to be paying someone else's mortgage. You made a decision to cut your expenses, move into a, a, a an in-law unit. Now, the path that you had wasn't smooth, right? You had a vision. I'm going to move here. I'm going to save this money. I'm going to do this for as long as it takes a year, two years, whatever. And, it, and then COVID came. You had to pivot. You had to make a move that you hadn't anticipated. You did that. And then you're like, okay, I'm really, I'm really going to do this. I'm, I can do this. Then you made another move, in, right? So each step along the way, yeah. it's just one more step. And so, you know, two years ago, when you made the decision to move from the last house that you lived in, I know that you would never have imagined that the path would have been what it is, but look where you are today. You are a homeowner yeah. for the third time. Um, you've got your home, you've got frogs, you've got bark, and it's all yours. And you get to call you or a handyman. <laughs> you get to call. I need a handyman. Call. Can,
1: knows, call a handyman. If anybody knows, <laughs> you can't a handyman. That's, yeah, and it, could, and it may end up being your husband. Uh, but maybe it could be my husband (laughs) no if anybody all the better
0: (laughs) or a husband
1: (laughs) and I I won't have to pay him either just like or a potential Um, husband not somebody else's husband well no not somebody else's husband if anybody knows a good handyman that could like assemble stuff and fix stuff and you know like hang the tv mount the tvs on the wall and Change the shower heads and that kind of stuff. I right? was like, "That's what I need." Um, and and dispose of frogs, re rehouse the frogs. There right? you go. Not, you can't be squeamish over here. That, there just you give go. Give me
0: a call. So um, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, at, a, at a good rate. <laughs> again, congratulations. Uh, not well, thank just you, on... Whitney, though. The, well, let
1: me just say publicly thank you for your help and your patience with help with getting my house. So not only did you, you know, take me to look at houses, resell houses, new house communities, um, you, know, you know, and make a decision. And even at the one home community that I really, really liked <laughs> that was not gonna pay a commission to my agent. you're like, that's okay. I don't need a commission of your sister. I want what's best for you. Um, you know, the fact that you said that, I was like, well, I'm gonna pass up the house that I want so I can get you commissioned.
0: No, oh that's sweet. not
1: quite what I did. But I <laughs> but I was like, you know, it was like <laughs> I, that absolutely came into play. Um, but I'm I'm happy with the house that I got and the community that I'm in and it's it's gonna be fun, but I do want to thank you because it was not the easiest thing. It wasn't the hardest you know it was not the hardest home purchase that there ever was um, you know for the most part, other than the delays, it went pretty smoothly uh there were just some glitches along the way, but I appreciate your uh, you know your professionalism and your hanging in there and sticking with me and you know taking all of my phone calls or at least most of them (laughs) you know the ones that you the ones you didn't take I got no proof that you like ignored me Um, well but you you are very anybody who has you as an agent would be should consider themselves lucky so well
0: thank you I appreciate that I hope all of my real estate clients feel that way. All of my coaching clients feel that way. I aim to provide excellent customer service. And and, and I truly appreciate you saying that publicly. Uh, But I want to congratulate you on the purchase. I was saying not just the purchase, but the growth of you in the process. And that's what we're all about here so we wanna thank you for joining us um, for this episode. It's Sin Greer, uh, congratulations. You can do that on our Facebook page, uh, Life Lemons and Lemon Drops in, uh, Fate Life Lemons Lemon Drops on Facebook, or you can visit our uh, webpage and you can share that there. The other one is that you can leave a voice message for her at anchor.fm slash Life Lemons Lemon Drops, and we may play your voice recording uh, on the show. So again, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Life Lemons and Lemon Drops. Have a great rest of your week.
1: Thanks. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us for Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. If you like our show, please share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Your questions, comments, and feedback are welcome. You can find out more about us at LifeLemonsLemondrops.com.